Hey everybody, it's Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime and kind of wanted to go over some news. Wrote up an article and had been scouring the websites looking for news on January 18th, which was Wednesday, and I was kind of waiting before AEW Dynamite. John Moxley was coming back and we were also, Cody was supposed to be back. The news had hit a couple days before that Cody was a free agent. And rumors and speculation were running wild that Cody would show up at the Royal Rumble and all of that. Going to have the, all of that in a future episode. But just a little hint. Um, no, they're not. But anyway, um kind of wanted to talk about some of the stuff that was in the news, made some phone calls, uh, did some text messages, did some emailing, and like I said, wanted to get to give you guys some thoughts on what's been in the news, and I am going to be doing these episodes, I'm hoping to do them daily, but I'm just going to be real honest with you, I'm afraid they may be too long. So, I want to do shorter episodes. I would like to keep them a half an hour or less, but maybe do more. Uh, I find myself, when I'm listening to wrestling, that I don't want to sit and listen to someone about two and a half hours. If you're talking to me longer than the show you are reviewing, we got issues. Um, So, that's kind of what I'm wanting to do. Take and put them in half an hour snippets, let you know a little bit about what's going on, and kind of give you my thoughts, but I want to hear your thoughts. I am going to be either doing Twitter spaces or a Discord um, chat or something like that because I want to hear your feedback. I think so many of us that are hooked up into wrestling, we want our feelings known. And I can get mine out through this podcast or through talking to different people, but you may hear me, but I I want to hear you. I want to hear your thoughts because I find the more people that I talk to, it broadens my horizon of um, wrestling. Through talking to one of my bosses that lives over in England, he watched different kinds of wrestling when he was younger, and he's currently started getting back in it the last two to three years, four years. Well, wrestling over there has been shut down for, well, it was shut down for almost a year, And he's just now getting back into it, and he's telling me about some of the hot new stars that are over there that are not signed to uh, NXT UK. And so I have been watching them some on YouTube, and I have really found some of their styles amazing at what they can do doing catch wrestling, but also... The flippity-flying stuff, too. But let's get into the news. Um, A lot of you 
were outraged when Hit Row was let go in November. And I guess back then I told you, and I'm, I'm still not real, you know, shocked. I didn't think they were that good. Why? Because I thought that they were young. I thought that they weren't given enough time to develop. Um, they were put into a group, and while they had immediate chemistry, it wasn't allowed to, to truly develop. And them allowed to gel and become a faction before they were pulled up to the main roster. And then, as we all know, within three weeks to a month, they were let go. The one that I was sorry to see go was Isaiah Swerve Scott. Now, that he's been released, he is going under Shane Swerve Strickland. And he just recently announced that he's going to be appearing at Terminus 2. Now, Terminus is the Jonathan Gresham promotion. Terminus 1, I want to say was January 12th, but don't hold me to that. It was in Atlanta, Georgia, and for the most part, it was pretty much a success. It's uh, going to be an independent promotion uh, from what I understand from listening to Jonathan Gresham talk, they're going to try to put on a show approximately once a month, once every other month. And they are going to be Terminus shows. Um, they're going to be a hybrid. Most are going to be held under pure rules, wrestling rules. Um, and then there's going to be some matches where people can stipulate that you can have more than three rep breaks or you can hit someone in the face. I think it's twice or something like that. But he is having Terminus 2 on February 24th and Swerve is going to be there. He had previously said that he was going back to uh, Wrestling Revolver on April 16th. Now, on both of these promotions, it's unknown who Swerve's taken on. Terminus 2, though, the main event has already been announced. Santana, of Ortiz and Santana, of the Proud and Powerful, or LAX. I always call them LAX. Um, Santana's going to be taking on uh, Jonathan Gresham for the Ring of Honor World Championship in that main event on February 24th. Now, see, I'm interested in Swerve. Because what I'm hearing through the grapevine, through the wrestling telephone line, you know, is that he is trying to distance himself from Hit Row. Not that he is going to be giving up rapping, that he's going to be giving up his podcast or anything like that. He's still going to be himself. But as far as wrestling, he wants to open himself up. He wants to explore and maybe be something that he hasn't been before. And the rumors that I am hearing is that 
he is friends with uh, Brody King and Malachi Black, and that he is possibly wanting to hook up with them and wrestle with them. Now, if you have been following them, um, they are not the Defy Tag Team Champions. They are the PWG Tag Team Champions, I think. Brody King and Malachi Black have already formed a tag team, and they've already won championship belts. And I got to see their last show. Oh, it irritates me when I can't remember. Anyway, they look good together. If you follow AEW, then you know that Brody King recently showed up on AEW, and he is joining the House of Black there. He he has signed a contract with um, AEW. I also wonder if Malachi Black will show up in New Japan Strong, also with Brody Lee, especially since Chris Dickinson, who was one of his tag team partners there, uh, is going to be out until March or so. So, I'm interested in seeing Swerve if he kind of joins the group on the independent circuit or in AEW, what his character is going to look like. Because in order to join them, it's going to be a 180, a complete 180 from what he was playing in NXT as this fun-loving, outgoing, kind of outlandish rapper guy that was to a point high-flying, very quick movements, and um, his moveset was very uh, smooth. But when you think of the House of Black, you think of Malachi Black and Brody King, I don't feel like you get that from them. Um, I think you get chops, you get punches, you get kicks, you get mutai, you uh, get swift, more short movements. Neither one of them are a high flyer. Um, They're very powerful. Will we see that from sort of? Will we see him be dark, evil, mysterious, even? See, I think that would be intriguing from Swerve. If he can give me that and use his smooth moveset that he developed in NXT with power moves and... Throw in some high flying. Yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna jump on the swerve bandwagon and really be interested in that kind of character. So, you know, that that does. That intrigues me. Now, moving on, I wanna talk about AEW's rankings. And I know that you're like, what? Guys, AEW has rankings, and they released those. And the rankings this past week, the men's rankings this past week, were Adam Cole was at 1, Dante Martin was at 2, Andrade El Idolo was 3, Orange Cassidy uh, was 4, and Powerhouse Hobbs 
was five. And so this coming week on, you know, Dynamite, they've got a lights out match between Adam Cole and Orange Cassidy. And when I was watching them kind of get into it and get into their program, I thought, why are we doing this? I know Orange Cassidy is over. I know he sells a lot of merchandise. I know Adam Cole is pretty much over. He's selling a lot of merchandise. And they're putting them into this, what they think is going to be a banger program. And it hasn't been. And I think it's been because no one really knows what's the storyline here. Um, Orange Cassidy's a slacker that's a baby face. And yeah, he gets on Cole's nerves by doing the soft kicks and the thumbs up. But so what? And then, of course, that led to Chris Statlander, who is a member of Best Friends slash Chaos faction, who's an alien. Being a mixed, in a mixed match with Rip Baker and Adam Cole. And I didn't understand it. And someone online, when I was talking to him about it, was like, oh, they wanted to do that because WWE's doing it and prove that they could do it better. So everybody knows that Adam Cole and Britt Baker are together and Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander are together. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, so they're doing like couples versus couples. And I said, yeah, there's there's one problem with that. Um, Chris, Chris Statlander, um, she's not with Orange Cassidy. And they were like, oh, oh yeah, she is. Um, no, she's not. Um, she's with Caleb with a K that's on Impact Wrestling. I think they're engaged, actually. Um, you know, Caleb with a K that runs around with Tennille Dashwood and Madison Rain and takes the pictures and all that. Yeah, that's her boyfriend. They've been together a while. Um, so no, this isn't couples versus couples. And Britt Baker is not part of the elite. She's not part of the old Undisputed Era or the Super Click or whatever they're calling them this week. Britt Baker's not a part of that. But Chris Statlander is part of Orange Cassidy's faction. So I don't understand why we had that mixed tag team match. And now we're getting this lights out match. Because Adam Cole believes that um, Orange Cassidy, you know, is hurt Brett Baker, his girlfriend. I think the better story there was to use your rankings and say, Adam Cole, who's number one, sees Orange Cassidy climbing up in the rankings. He's at number four now, and he believes he's a slacker, and he wants to get him off the rankings by giving him a loss. Now, that doesn't wait a... um, um, lights out match. But still, maybe it's something. 
We're getting Cody and, and Sammy Guevara in a ladder match to determine who is going to hold the TNT title. But I think the next one up for that, since he's sitting at number five, is Powerhouse Hobbs. I think that he needs to really be pushed for a belt somehow, some way. Now, this week we also saw Wardlow and Daniel Garcia fall out of the rankings. Well, what I want to see is I want to see this coming week Daniel Garcia griping about that because he's been winning matches. But part of the problem is some of the matches he's been winning have been six-man tag matches. They don't hold weight in the singles. So that's what he needs to be griping about is quit putting me in these six-man tags and I need to be in some singles matches because I can't believe I dropped out. Then in the women's division, we've got Thunder Rosa ranked number one, Anna Jade, Red Velvet, Taekwani, and Leela Hirsch. Rio and Chris Statlander fell out of the rankings. Well, just looking at that, you've got Thunder Rosa... Anna J, Red Velvet, and Tay Conti are the top four. They're all baby faces. Leela Hirsch was kind of baby face, and she turned heel this week. Finally, she's been wanting to do that now for two months. I, I wish they would have let her do it. Now, I understand that both your champions at the top of the women's division. The TBS title is held by Jade, and you've got the world championship held by Britt. They're both heels, but I think that the women's division almost has the opposite problem of the men. The women's division almost has these soft baby faces that are ranked high, but are they enough to really push those heels? Thunder Rosa, yeah, but when I think about it, where's Sabrina Deeb? Why is she not ranked in the top five? Um, you know, why are we not seeing some of them in there? Now, the tag teams, you've got one is the Acclaim, two is the Gun Club, three is FTR, four is the Varsity Blondes, and five is Private Party. And you're thinking, What? Yeah, and Jurassic Express has the belts. See, the Young Bucks, Dark Order, which is Alex and John Silver, Alex Reynolds and John Silver, and then Pride and or Proud and Powerful, LAX, dropped out of the rankings. And the Lucha Bros aren't there. You've got FTR ranked third. So what I consider three out of four of your top tag teams aren't even ranked. So what's going on? Well, the tag team division is just so deep. I mean, it is. But when you look at the last couple shows, have we been having a lot of tag team matches? No, not really. We've been having a lot of six-man tag team matches. And some of them are just thrown together. 
you know, I I don't want to see Eddie Kingston and the Lucha Bros. I don't want to see Chris Jericho and LAX. I don't want to see um, Sean Spears and FTR. I don't want to see Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Let tag teams be tag teams. For that matter, I don't want to see Red Dragon with Adam Cole. I don't want to see, um, you know, Christian Cage with Jurassic Express or um, Orange Cassidy with Best Friends. Let them be tag teams. And this year, can we please let LAX proud, proud, proud and powerful. I hate that name. I wish they would call them LAX. Um, can we let them win the belts? And let them have a long run on it? I mean, come on. Now, I know you guys are all up at arms about Walter. Is that how you pronounce his name? I know it's not Walter. It's Walter. Is that correct? I think I learned that um, when my mom and um, some people that were friends of my mom, um, I was playing, I think, Midget League or something. I don't know. Um, Katarina Witt. It's spelled Wit, But Katarina Witt had won the Olympics and was then skating in some dance skate thing or whatever that was touring around America and she was with a bunch of Americans. And, um, I don't even remember the guys that were on this, but it was like all these Olympians going together on a tour around the United States and I can remember my mom and her friends wanting to go to that and see them and talking about Katerina Witt and my mom telling me in the German language, you know, a W is like a V. So it did not surprise me when Walter showed up on NXT UK and then here in America um, for different periods of time, running back and forth, and his name was pronounced Walter. And that's how you hear Imperium talk about it. Well, I really think that the name change really struck a chord with a lot of you. But so many of you that I heard talk about it either on a podcast or on a Twitter space, or on TV, or whatever, on Twitch, on YouTube, whatever. You call him Walter. And I think when it comes down to it, I honestly think someone came in Vince McMahon's office and told him his name was Walter. And Vince McMahon looked at the screen and saw that it was spelled Walter and said, um, no. I can't remember half their names anyway. I'm not calling Walter Walter, and no one else is either, so you need to change it. Do I think that Vince McMahon picked Gunther Stark? No. No, I think some idiot in WWE picked that. I think it was probably a rib. Or it was some intern that had no clue. 
Um, there are people that have already started pronouncing Gunther, Gunther, which is how it's pronounced in German. I don't think we're going to get Gunther either. I think you're going to get Gunther, and I think it's going to be, it's said, like the friend's uh, waiter at, um, you know, Capital Perk, or whatever it was, uh, Central Perk, and he's going to be Gunther. But I think you're going to hear Walter, I think you're going to hear Imperium, call him Gunther. And... I thought it was absolutely hilarious in the middle of my Twitter feed, in the middle of listening to podcasts, in the middle of seeing YouTube and Twitch people going crazy, looking like their heads were going to pop off at any second. Grayson Waller took to Twitter and said it was all his fault. And I did a double take. And he said, Walter, and he pronounced it Walter. Walter was too close to Waller. So he spoke to his attorneys. And since they're very good at what they do, then he might have gotten Walter's name changed. I popped. I absolutely, totally popped for this. I was like, this is awesome. That Grayson is taking advantage of this. I'm telling you guys. He might be the best thing besides Braun Breaker on NXT 2.0. And I'm being serious. I know a lot of you want to compare him to The Miz. Okay, do it. Because you know what? Um, I saw The Miz on The Real World. I saw how he acted. I saw him, you know, on Tough Enough. I saw him as he come up. I liked him then. I like the smart, calculating, smart, like obnoxious... I'm better than you, I'm smarter than you, character, and that is Grayson Waller, and you think about it, he's been involved in war games, LA Knight, he got AJ Styles to come down to NXT, he went up to Raw twice, he was involved with Johnny Gargano, Uh, he's the one that hit him in the chair the night of his goodbye speech, he um, put Tom, Tomas Ciampa through a table. And now he's on Twitter saying, I'm getting Walter's name changed. I don't care if you hate him. I don't care if you say he can't wrestle. You know what? By you booing him, by you saying you hate him, by saying you want him to go away, He's getting over. He's a heel. And he's becoming a big deal. On NXT 2.0. And guess what? They don't have very many big deals left down there. 
Grayson Waller is actually doing it to it. And I'm telling you, whoever's writing this stuff for him, whoever's pushing him, whoever's saying go hit Johnny Gargano with a chair, if Grayson Waller's thinking it up himself, whoever is helping him needs to be writing the rest of that show. And you know what? They might need to move up to Monday Night Raw. Because I absolutely love Grayson Waller is on social media, you know, trolling Indy Hartwell by dating her mom on Instagram, calling out Walter fans on Twitter, doing vignettes about it, and he's getting over on the show. WWE, wake up. You need to be doing more of this on your main roster. And NXT wrestlers, you need to be talking to whoever is doing this for Grayson Waller. Now, I got one last thing that I want to say. And I I really got, um, I knew who Conan was. I don't want you guys thinking I didn't. Um... I've seen Conan through the years, K-Dog, um, but I really got turned on to Conan's Keeping It 100 um, podcast probably about a year ago, year and a half ago. Don't always like Disco Inferno, but Conan has some really interesting guests. I enjoy Nick Aldis. Uh, I think you guys have heard me praise him before, but I uh, heard on, I guess it was Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday, that Conan had to have a heart surgery. He had to have a stent put in uh, due to him having COVID-19 last year. He tested positive in February of 2021, and he has long-term COVID effects. And there are a lot of people out there that do have that. I have a friend of mine whose daughter is going through that now. She's just turned 18. She was 17 years old. And she has four different diseases that have affected her heart, lungs, and now her liver from COVID. She was in perfect shape and was getting an athletic scholarship to college and now is so fatigued that sometimes she can't even get off the couch or get out of bed. So I really want to send my thoughts and prayers out to Conan. Um, He actually may be one of the hardest working guys in professional wrestling, running Triple A, being a consultant sometimes with AEW, um, some of the other promotions around He's there. He showed up in MLW with 5150. Um, He's been doing some of the MLW Azteca stuff. I, like I said, he may be one of the hardest working guys in pro wrestling. And he was back on Keeping It 100 uh, this week on, I guess it was January 21st or January 22nd episode and was talking about you know, his struggles, 
he's going to have to have a kidney transplant sometime pretty soon and everything. So I just wanted to tell you guys about that and tell you my thoughts and prayers go out to Conan. And I hope if you're hearing this and you remember that your thoughts and prayers will also go out to him because he has been a big part of what has shaped wrestling the last 20, 30 years. And if you're a wrestling fan, you do owe him a lot. So, guys, I'm going to wrap it up here. You guys let me know what you think. If you have any questions, comments, problems, or protests, you know where to reach me. Hit me up on Twitter. I'm Pro Overtime. That's two O's, Pro Overtime. Or you guys can always email me at ProWrestlingOT at gmail.com. Guys, I'll talk to you soon. And hopefully, I'll see you down the road.